Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available on your podcast platform of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. Okay, let's do something a little fun now. I wanted to move into over and unders. And so what I had all of us do is we all did two of them just in case somebody picks another one. We can go on our backup plan. But uh, we have over and unders, and then everybody can give their thoughts on them. And it it doesn't even matter what it is. It could be anything regarding Giants. It could be player stuff, team stuff, whatever. So I will have – Let's we can go in backwards over this time. So Steven – Give us your over under, and uh, we'll give our thoughts on. All right, over or under now? Okay, the, the, the catching position is a really important one here uh, for the Giants. They're going to transition into kind of a new era behind the dish. Um, with you know whether Buster Posey is a part of that or not is yet to be known, but he's their starting catcher in twenty twenty one are presumably going to be their starting catcher in 2021 if Casale's being brought along, which he is. So here's my over or under. 115 games catching behind the plate for Buster Posey this year. What do we think? Over catching, not games played. Catching, right? Catching. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, according to Kapler, he's only going to catch and maybe pinch hit. So maybe DH, but. No first base for Posey this year. So. Yep. We'll keep going in that order. Uh, Brooks, go go first. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, easy to go with the under there uh, because even if Buster has no injuries at all this year, which, come on. I mean, that would be a, a dream scenario, I think. Uh, you know, that position, his age, his recent injury history uh, – going from not playing to all of a sudden we have 162 game ish schedule. Um, that's going to, ah, I, I hope it's nothing significant, but I think uh, Posey will be on the shelf at least a couple of times. Um, so I'll definitely go under. Rob. 
You know what? I'm going to go over and only because, you know, I think uh, I'm selling Michael Jordan, you know, in the, in the last dance, you know, you know, documentary, I think he's taking a personal, you know, all, all the, all, all the, <laughs> all the naysayers out there after him taking a year off. And I don't see Kapler really, really benching him, you know, unless, unless he gets hurt, but I'm not going to assume that, but yeah, I, I think he's out there. He's going to try to prove, prove a point. You know, this year I don't know what how he's, much he's going to produce. I'm not calling that, but I think he's a stubborn guy. You know, he's a southern boy from Georgia. You know, I think he's going to stay out there as long as he can. And I don't see Kapler having the uh, sack to tell him no, Buster, not not, not 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 today. So especially when I mean, if Kirk is out, he's the backup. Okay, like if Buster says he's he's going to go today, he's he's going to go. So I'm gonna go over. All right. Um, I've been sticking, I've been vocal about 110, so I will take the under. Um, I do think that if the over hits, it's not necessarily how he's playing Rob, kind of like what you're saying. I, you know, it'll be, um, he could be in a, you know, a two for 35 slump. I don't think he's going to get removed for the lineup just because, Hey, this guy's going to go out there and he needs to catch the staff and it's his veteran leadership and, and catching the rotation. And, and we know that, you know, Casali's probably gonna be catching, you know, at least when Di Scafani's throwing, but um, I'll still stay, I'll still stay under. And I know he's going to be primarily playing catcher this year. And I've been saying 110, so I'll stick with 110. So Charlie, your thoughts on 115 over under. I'm going to say underdog because I think the Joey Bart factor will come into this. Because listening to what Farhan said about being conservative with where he places prospects to begin with, he also then said he'd be aggressive in promoting them if they played well as well. So I suppose it depends on how much you buy into Joey Bart. So for me, I think he's going to force the issue. And I can see him being up at, say, the All-Star break. And then obviously with having to share at-bats between Kasali. Bart and Posey, I think that's gonna, that's what's going to ultimately limit uh, Posey's outings. And Trump. Chadwick Trump. And... Oh, Chadwick. Uh, Eric, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go under, and I'm going to say it's because Posey gets traded. I think that that's <laughs> an entire yes. possibility. Because I think his production is going to go down. I think his body is failing him. And I think some other team is going to overvalue what Buster Posey brings to their lineup, like you guys are doing, talking about the pitching staff. Because what does it matter if Buster Posey is there for a veteran pitching staff if you're not fighting for a playoff berth or a World Series title? Like, whoop do you do Yay, good job. We've got Buster Posey for a year. So I could see them actually thinking about trying to trade him, and that's why I'm going to take the under. Let me just happy that- birthday, Buster! <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Buster! You're now on Giants Buster chatter. Uh, I, I do want to add to Eric's point there that Buster Posey does have a full no trade full, clause. Complete, yeah. So I yeah, just want to make sure everyone choice. listening knows. Yeah. yeah, it's his choice. I should have I should have mentioned that because I I do know Posey's choice. Yeah, it, it sounds it, it sounds great. Posey's, Sophie's choice, Posey's choice. <laughs> I, I think I, it's a I, possibility. I think the Giants want to explore that option, and I think they broached that subject with Posey during the season. 
Oh, hold, hold on. I, I just want to add it because I don't, I, even though like, I don't, I haven't heard this from anywhere. I don't disagree. I was, I don't think it happens. I'll say that straight up, but, and I'm not a fall in love guy. Like I've been vocal about that. I, I will trade anybody. I don't freaking care who your name is. Um, if, if someone wants to go get Posey for the rest of his contract and then, you know, obviously they're not picking up that club option next year. Um, but I mean, I just I don't see anybody taking Posey. I don't I don't think the Giants will be ready to ride a a Bart or a Bart and Casali combo later in year. I I don't know. Who knows? Bart might make that. But, you know, Charlie to Charlie's point, which I kind of agree with. Bart might make that a an issue if he's sure. sitting there mashing because like he's been one of those surprise guys that we mentioned this spring and. You know, I wouldn't have thought that if Posey had had a much better spring, but because of Posey's spring, I, I, I honestly just my eyes haven't shown me his his hand eye coordination. Buster's hand eye coordination is there. You know, his uh, his eye is there. His body is just failing him. He's just not driving the ball as as far as he used to drive the ball. He can't get his body into it. His hips have failing him that he can't get his body torquing through the swing as he once would yeah which is why i i just think the giants might be willing to say hey if some contending club wants a veteran catcher we've got one for uh sale when it's a good point i i don't think it's dumb at all like i i it's bold but i i i'm with you man if someone if someone gives you enough for posey you do it sorry uh, so that is that is a very hot take so, though, and I I hope you freaking take, write it all yeah. year, my friend. Write it all year. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, Tony, Tony, Tony La and the White Sox come calling. He will wave right. that no take cause. I mean, could you imagine being Buster? You know, you'd feel like you could go to Chicago in that ballpark, and suddenly you're cured. <laughs> Chris, hey. 150 games, Chris, over under Posey behind the dish. Well, I'm just glad I'm not going to be the one saying to trade him. (laughs) That is an interesting take. I I will go with the under. Doug, as you said, Casale will be catching Descofani this year, Um, plus another 20 or 30 games. So the 115 is a pretty good number. I'm going to go 112, so just under. Okay. I I thought the line was good, Steven, so – I'll give you this, Stephen, because uh, it was a good line. One fifteen is a good line. I know, I know, guys like Eric, Robbie, and myself. Uh, you know, we like spreads and over and unders. You know, we won't get into that, but yeah. So I, I thought that was a fair line. Um, Brooks, give us your over under. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like this is going to be somebody's, uh, but I, I want to see fire happen. Um, make us fight. Make us fight. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know. I was. I had two that I was deciding between. Maybe if we have very much time at the end, I'll throw one out there. But uh, belt over under 18 homers. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and do I go last or what uh, on my own thing here? Yeah. I don't choose now, right? You guys. Oh, we get – oh, Steven over under real quick on your last one then. Well, under. He's not going to okay, play cool. against Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just messing with you, man. I didn't know we were wrestling? doing our own. I'm sorry. I didn't know yeah, we were doing our own. Uh, yeah, go for it, guys. Uh, belt over under. Doug, you go first. You're, you're Belt's biggest fanboy. Oh, God. 18? 18. Are the archways open? Uh, the archways have giant uh, cutouts uh, that block <laughs> it. No, I don't know. I don't know. 
Who knows? Uh, I'm going to give the typical Doug response here and say under. I, I think I just I can't I can't see the guy pl- uh, playing, you know, even the majority of a full season, staying healthy. And uh, I don't want to tease my over under, but, um, you know, are all those home runs with the Giants? Who knows? Get that guy out of here. I'm going to say under. I could go on for days about why he's an under. He's going to be on the I.L. probably two or three times. Typical. Less than 18 Uh, homers. Rob. All right. I know, Doug, what you think I'm going to say. No, you're not. You're going to go over, you pansy. (laughs) I'm going over. And only because Brandon Belt is a changed man. Erroneous. Farhan and, and his philosophy and embracing the walk and only swinging at pitches that you really, really like. I I will say if he stays healthy, I'm not, cause I'm not going to predict injuries in this. He will hit 24 home runs. Say, Hey, Willie Mays, he went 24 in a full season. I'm now looking for a new co-host for the it, say, Hey podcast. It's a new day. <laughs> and it, and when, he, when he, when he goes over four, you know, in his first start with three K's, I will be right back on Doug's side. But until then, I think he's in 24. Oh my God. I can't wait for the threads this I, year. I'm just going to rip belt a new one. I'm going to keep track of that. Robbie, uh, you know, when he's got eight homers in September, uh, you know, and he's okay. He still needs, he still needs 16 jacks this month to get to your number. <laughs> Watch this. Oh, they got four series in Colorado coming up. No, never over, never over. <laughs> uh, Charlie over under eight, he's 18, right? 18 home runs for, uh, Brandon belt. This will probably make, mean I'm never on Say Hey podcast the rest of this season. <laughs> but I'm going to agree, I'm going to agree with Robbie on this, yeah. and I'm going to do you guys a plug as well. Go back to Say Hey podcast episode 21, the Art of Saber Metrics part one. Brandon Belt, Doug, what did we say? He's exhibited more power in the past by isolate slugging percentage, and you guys have all said. Okay, we may not like metrics, but ISO is the one that we do understand and we think it makes a far better point than slugging, basically because it gives more each of the different outcomes a better value. And by that, traditionally, Belt has shown he has hit for power in that. And obviously, okay, I take the health issues there. And um, and there is the dead and ball issue as well. But as Robbie was saying again, because of what he's found with Farman, Farhan, sorry, and being selectively aggressive, shall we say, I think you tie all that in together and he's going to be around 24, 25 for me. Eric, go for it. Um, I'll say first, Charlie, uh, that episode was so eye opening. I learned about ISO in that one, it became my new favorite stat. Uh, <laughs> And then I I am a guy that has tried on the torch cast to trade Brandon Belt for years. I have said that he's going to be dealt by the deadline. He's going to be dealt by the deadline because I always hope to get hot like we know Brandon Belt being dead and that the Giants would finally find some value and trade for him. Uh, trade him away. And I think uh, I love the idea that they will, but uh, I don't know. I went all in on the Posey bandwagon, so I can't get behind Belt getting traded this year unless they just go full clearing house. So I, I'm saying all that. I'm still going to say 
that Belt will hit over 18. I like the 24 range. I think that Robbie's right in the sweet spot there. I mean, he is a guy that that it, it melds along with one of the over-unders I thought about with 20 home run hitters because the Giants are going to mash the ball this season. They just seem to have a good approach, and Belt's going to show to be a product of that. So uh, I'll say he'll go over the 18 homers. What do you think, Chris? First, I want to know, is it 18 home runs with the Giants? Ooh, good question. It only counts if, you know, this whole thing only counts if he plays a whole year with the Giants. If he gets traded to, like, Boston or something, and then – It's I, no action. I, I, well, I expect I mean, he way might hit 18 with Boston no, in two no months. No action. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I – all joking aside, I'm going to say over. I've been saying for, it seems like, ever that Belt is going to hit 20 home runs this year. And I think this may be the year I'm finally right. Uh, I think the new dimensions at Oracle will definitely help him. I think the old dimensions in Oracle messed his head up so much. You see him with the slumpy shoulders, his reactions, just everything. I'm, I'm with Robbie and Eric. I'm guessing 24, 23, somewhere Ooh. around there. And, you know, getting the feet off of some of the Arizona, Colorado pitching and getting the face of NL Central this year will definitely help as well. So I'm going over. Hell yeah. Steven, did you give us yours for Bell Homers? Yeah, I said I said under. I, I don't think he I think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna oh. see a lot of I think he's gonna see primarily right handed pitching, which is still you know, obviously the dominant, you know, there's more right handed pitching obviously than left handed pitching, but true. I think it's I think it's under. I think he'll be around 17, 18. I, I can't see him going over eighteen. Um so yeah, I, I will I'll stick with the uh the under on that one. I'll play it safe. And plus I don't I don't I don't see him healthy completely. <laughs> um I think his lower it's half never been. Never I mean right. there's no reason to think, right? Yeah, there's no, yeah, reason. There's no reason to yeah. think. Somebody's somebody's all of it, like he's gonna get like a, a ball to the head again in batting practice or something <laughs> stupid like that. So oh come on. Speak it into an existence, <laughs> why don't you? Jeez. Um, and and the so, reason why I said it at 18, um, you guys are probably wondering why. Uh Belt, that's his career high. He's never had more than 18 homers in a season. Uh, but he's consistently around that number. He had 17 or 18 bombs in five different seasons. So you kind of can just book him for that number. Uh, I will say that last year, in uh, with all the changes that we were talking about, he was on pace for, let's say, like 153 games played season. He was on pace for 27 jacks. So um, that right there might make me want to go over uh, – he played 156 games in 2019, but that was a high mark. He matched only one other time uh, since the 2013 season. Uh, he's usually in the 100 to 130 games played uh, range there. It's, uh, it's, it is tough. It, we all know it's tough for him to stay on the field. Uh, so that's why this number is so hard to come up with, I think. Now, if it's 17 and a half. You know, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ha- ha- hey, halves are big. You know? I should have done half. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I know. Well, I, for the sole purpose that uh, the thing that tips the scale for me is Mr. Belt uh, is in a contract year, baby. 21 home runs for Brandon Belt this year. Book it. I'm writing it down. I'll tweet it out later. 21 homers. So that would be the over. 21. Uh, 
and uh yeah that would be my over under guys uh we'll get um yeah the next I, I was one. gonna say it, it's amazing how as much as we rip belt we also think that he can be somewhat productive <laughs> i mean it's ridiculous every year we all do the same thing we say that and then we're like well i mean he still gets hot he still carries the team for a little bit yeah. It, yeah. It, it makes him for the, the most fascinating case study in one of the giants of the last uh 25 30 years He's the most polarizing giant, literally, on this roster in the last, you know, half decade at least. So, yeah, yeah, since Barry Bonds, no question. Yeah, another BB. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Stephen, right, for guys. having my back. Yeah. Good God. Doug, you can move on to the next over, one if you want. Over under a half lower body body injury for Belt this year. Over, over, over. Anyways, uh, <laughs> is it my turn? Yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Because guess who? talk about we're going to talk about brandon belt okay you guys ready for this july 15th brandon belt is still a giant so before or after who goes first i don't care after <laughs> i guess rob's going first go <laughs> so you're taking the over taking the over life's too short take the under <laughs> yeah that's an over yeah, yeah. yeah he's staying with the team yeah, over. Uh, Belt's not going anywhere until uh, the offseason, I think. You know what? This is boring, then. I'm changing. I'm going to my other one. Okay, ready? Okay. No, no, no. I, no I, I do what I want. Listen. <laughs> but, hey, this is this is actually a more serious one. Most saves by a Giants closer. 20 oh, and a half. Asshole. 20 and a half. God. Brooks, has, Brooks has faces. Go. Uh, no, no, no. I, by one guy, 20 and a half. Oh yeah, uh, over. Um, the Giants are going to be playing these close ball games, and uh, you can say what you want about who pitches the ninth, but I, I think uh, you know, I think McGee, you know, he got the the three years to be here. Um, they probably talked about you know putting him in the ninth inning, and that was probably what sealed the deal for him to come here. Um, I yeah, I, I would definitely go uh, over uh, because. Um, as much as you want to talk about uh, picking the perfect uh, guy to face your guys in the ninth inning, it, we still have that three batter minimum rule. So I'm going with a guy that can get lefties and righties out, going with Jake McGee over 20. Easy, 20 and a half. Easy. Okay. Steven. So I blurted out over, but I'm not sure because I don't know Gabe Cap. I, I still am very puzzled by Gabe Kapler's bullpen management. Uh, and part of this is not his fault because he came from a really horrible bullpen with the Phillies. And if you look at like last year, for example, last year's bullpen um, stats, like in in all of baseball, I think the Phillies had like the worst bullpen ERA in like the modern era. So like Gabe, that, that's one year off from Kapler being there. So it wasn't pretty, uh, and he had no, you know, they were doing bullpen closer by committee down there in Philly. So I just don't think he's experienced enough to manage a, you know, a good bullpen. I think he's just been stuck with kind of a lot of complimentary pieces down there in the bullpen. So I think it will be closer by committee. Uh, I don't know if that gives McGee more chances. I don't know if I would pick McGee to have more chances than you know, a, a guy like maybe Maranta, if Maranta starts to succeed in high leverage roles, you know, down the year. So I don't know. I, I 
It's an intriguing question, I think, but I think due to Gabe Kapler's managing style and history, I think I'll have to go with, uh, with under on that. I don't even think it's a, a given that Maranta makes the opening day roster. I'm that's, that's my bold take. Um, who hasn't gone yet? Who hasn't gone yet? Go ahead. 20 and a half. Um, yeah, Doug, I'll take the over on that because I think McGee will start out as the primary closer of choice, so to speak. So I think you'll get the chances to get there. And even though it will be by committee and there are there will be situations in which he pitches the seventh and eighth when needs be, I think, um, yeah, he'll get enough chances to get it and he... And that'll be it. And you may see a few closers with um, a few guys with more than 10 saves, maybe three or four of them. But yeah, I think Miguel will lead the way about 23 to 25. Okay. That's a, that's a lot of saves, Charlie. That's like uh it's like 70 saves right there. A couple guys with the four guys with 10 McGee with 23. I like that. That's a, that's a lot of wins for the Giants this year, baby. Let's go. That's a lot of close games, though. Too. Saves yeah, equal it. wins. Saves a lot of torture wins. for Mr. Torture Cast Eric up here. Right? That's why I talk about those things. It's always on my mind. And I'm going to take the under here. I think that they're going to ride the hot hand committee. I think that they are going to just whoever's healthy and whoever seems to be pitching well at that time. I think McGee is going to see more eighth innings than we expect because the way lineups fall. He just might have to be brought in because two left-handers. There could be, a, you know, there could be the eighth inning starting with two righties, then then a lefty, and McGee comes in with a runner on first one out. He's got the two best left-handers in the opposite lineup to face. They're not going to hold on to McGee for the ninth inning just because they, you know, want to keep the save guy for that scenario. So Good I think point. that's the kind of bullpen management style we're going to see this year from the Giants. And like we talked about, health is another big concern. Who knows how these bullpen guys are going to bounce back from having to throw a full year? Who knows who's yeah. going to be healthy three months from now? Some of these guys are not going to, you know, be used to have stretched it out for as long. So, you know, there's a chance that somebody like a McGee could go on the DL for a little bit, or a Maranta could go on the DL for a little bit. Any of these guys, Tyler Rogers, that are going to be in the back end of the rotation, uh, back end of the bullpen, they could absolutely end up on the DL aisle. So. You know, I'll, I'll take the under. I, I don't think anybody has more than 15. Okay. Uh, Chris, have you gone yet? No, I haven't. Actually, I, I agree 100% with Eric. I think we see two or three guys with 14, 15 each. I don't think we see anybody with more than that. Um, and I, you know, I think I've said in previous chats that, you know, if it's the eighth inning and you're facing the Dodgers, you're up by one, and you got Seager, Muncie, and Bellinger coming up, you're bringing in McGee then. You know, you're not waiting for the ninth inning for the traditional closer. So Alvarez. you're bringing in. Yeah, yeah, I guess Alvarez, but, you know. Arlen Garcia. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, that's true. Oh, there, there are going to be lots of options. Just because they're there doesn't mean you use them, Brooks. <laughs> just you use the best possible guy. Oh, Trevor exactly. Gott. I'm with Eric and Chris on this one. I think it's under. But uh, is there has everybody gone yet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, who wants to do their uh, over under? I, I just want I just want to throw it out there. Trevor Gott was on pace for like 16 saves last year. So and that was with a horrible bullpen. 
Can you imagine having a good bullpen? Hmm. You hmm. mean with more with with more guys to use that can close games? Yes. No, no, with more with more guys that actually close the games and don't lose their job. That's and that's and, well, Trevor and, Dott's not the victim in that situation. I, <laughs> yeah, and Kapler likes to live dangerously. I don't you know, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll throw mine out there. Let's do it. All right. I uh sticking with the pitching theme and and sticking with Robbie's, you know, half half points matter a lot. Uh I guess my question is complete games for the Giants staff this year. I'm going with one half. So the question is, will the Giants throw a complete game this year? One wow. over, okay. zero is under. Because I really think that is the bar for how many complete games this Giants staff is capable of throwing this year. And uh, just as an added addendum, if you think there, it's over, who's going to throw the complete game? Eric, that's a fantastic over/under. Brooks I, I wants want, to go. Yeah, go I want to go Brooks, first sorry. on this one. Did you say 0. 0.5 is the number? Half. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's one half. 0. 0.5. Yeah, yeah, and it, that's a that's a good one, Eric, because uh, complete games are, are starting to be a thing of the past. I feel like uh, you know the the magic of throwing one of those uh, for your staff uh, kind of is overshadowed by uh, let's, you know, use everybody for our matchups or let's keep these guys healthy, whatever. So uh, I know the old school baseball fans and us want to see more complete games. It's like we all ride on every pitch going into the seventh, eighth, ninth. It's, it's fun. Uh, I'll go over because uh, I wish this question was over under no hitters. I think the giants are going to have a no hitter this year. And the guy that I'm going with is the guy that I look, that looks like he could be in a mode that cannot be stopped everything working, every pitch moving, going exactly where I want to uh, put it, and Posey calling the pitches. And that guy is Logan Webb, baby. Logan Webb's your per- uh, we're gonna go perfect there. game, no hitter, or complete game shutout. Thought you were going Cueto. Thought you were going Cueto. No, no, Cueto will <laughs> get kidding, removed because the lineup, the lineup will <laughs> turn over and they'll say, get him out of here. Uh, yeah, Logan Webb. Uh, so I'll go over. Oh, man. Okay, Rob. Go. Uh, I'm going over too because uh, you know Kevin Gossman's throwing a no hitter uh, in like five days. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but but no. Beer, really. hey, beers on no. Rob if that happens. Not Steven though. Yeah, no. Gatorade. Yeah, like I, I, I'm with I'm with Brooks. So like Logan Webb, Gossman, Cueto. Like I, the the potential is there. You know, for one of those guys to, you know throw a complete game and especially especially Cueto you know Cueto has been pretty pissed off about Farhan's you know inning management I think there's one game where he's feeling it and Farhan says you know what son go go son. get him go <laughs> so it's it's happening this year I agree oh man um I guess I'll go actually I I think this is a, a great line Eric uh because I, I th- I think it's if it does happen, it's one. So I'll I'll take the over, but hesitantly. I I mean I could see maybe Gosman, maybe Gosman throwing one complete game. But other than that, yeah, I I think the Giants' philosophy and Kapler and Farhan's in his ear, like, hey, we're using as many arms as possible. I just see like the opportunity for complete games will be minimal, but they maybe squeeze out one. If you were at one and a half, I'd probably take the under. So. Yeah, I'll go with I'll go with uh, 
It's funny because the, the the Vegas guy has the best question out of all of this. So figures, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll go with I'll go with over. Um, God, you guys are tolling around with no hitters. I wouldn't go that far. I would say I would say over, and I would say I don't know who. I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll just say Gosman. I'll play it safe. I'll say Gosman, but I think it's going to be something like you know three earned runs. Giants are up like ten to three. Gosman has like 35 pitches through five. It's going to be something weird like that where, um, you know, he's, he's had a good pitch count and um, yeah. But if, if, if you guys grab a beer during one of those no hitters, I guess I'm going to have to settle for like a Gatorade or something. So um, <laughs> propel propel. Yes. I have a ton of them in my fridge. Yeah. Did everybody go on this one? Uh, I think I Charlie, haven't been yet. Charlie go. Yeah. 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 Go, go. And yeah. then I have one comment after Charlie. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to actually go under with this just for the way the bullpen is going to be used this season and matchups. And unfortunately, and this is where, even though I am a heavy analytics guy, I, it does make me miss sometimes where the managers don't take notice of exactly what's going on on the field versus what the analytics projections are telling him. But I'm going to make the gold, uh, the bold take, sorry, that there will be a combined no-hitter. So you might see Gaussman go, say, seven innings, and then maybe Moronta McGee come in, finish it off. But I'll take the under on the original. I don't think okay. Chris has gone yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going over, and I'm actually going to go over by quite a bit. I'm going to say four. I'm going to say two by Webb, <laughs> one by Gossman, and one by Cueto. Uh, Cueto? Hell yeah. Cueto is going to pitch one against Arizona, actually. I'm going straight <laughs> up with the team. Um, the Giants only had one complete game last year, and that was Tyler Anderson. Yeah. That was that was so, what I was gonna say. Is that I'm, the last one was last over. year? Yeah, I'm going with the over four, two by Gosman or one by Gosman, one by Cueto against Arizona. Connor Menez is gonna come up in the middle of the year and just like throw a complete game <laughs> against the Pirates. He's gonna Nick Chris Tropiano. Oh my god! I'm taking right. the under in, in, I'm taking the under in my own. I, I I don't think anybody throws a complete game this year. I don't think there's no hitter. I think everyone you guys are reaching uh, to look for something like fun, and positive to come out of the season. It's all narrative based, and I think like Charlie said, this team is not narrative based when they're going out with their approach right now. And I think that that will cause pulling somebody that, you know, oh, well, he's reached his pitch count. We got to do it. You know, they had the excuse that last year was a short year. So we're not sure how everybody's going to make it through. And we got to protect this guy for the future. And I, I could totally see Kaplan answering some questions after a game or two like that this season. So I'm going to take the under on that. Yeah. And it's, that, that's a, it's all interesting. Uh, that, that's why it's such a good question by Eric. Uh, I do want to note that um, a lot of you guys picked Gosman, Gosman as your guy, right? Do do want to let you know he has not pitched more than six and a third for the Giants. So just want to just want to keep that in the in the realm of uh, remembrance is that Gosman, even our ace of the staff, has not been allowed to go uh, seven. So that's been and that's kinda... in what twelve starts. Yeah, that's twelve starts. Okay. Well, Cueto is also 104 years old. 
Yeah. Him and Kapler are the same age. But he's going to box Kapler if he pulls him early again. You know it, man. Box Kapler? He's going to fight him? What? That's what the over-under should have been. Fights between Plato and Kapler this season. I mean, it it almost went down three times last year in a short season. I got one for you, Steven. (laughs) Cueto throws a complete game. Joey Bart's catching him. (laughs) With the shift on. (laughs) He doesn't like the shift. <laughs> All right, All whose right, turn is it one. for over under? Who hasn't gone yet? To give their over under, Chris. Let's rock. We got. I gave my. Oh, you mean my question? Yeah. Okay. Um, over under. How many players from the opening day roster are traded this year? Ooh. With Ooh. with all the one year contracts and all the expiring contracts. I'm going to give the number at five. 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 Can we, do half, can we do a half? Can you go fire. four and a half for five and a half? Fire sale. I'm with it. Okay. We'll go, are... for, we'll go for it. Four okay. Push half, it, pushes half. suck. I hate pushes. <laughs> four and a half. Okay. Steven, you start. Oh, four and a half, I think, is too high. Um, I'll take the under on that. But you do make a great point with all the one-year deals. I just don't know how tradable Wood and Di Sclafani would be. I think that's more of a wait-and-see type thing. Um, and it, it, it also depends on if the Giants, you know, kind of pull a 2019 and decide that uh, they want to make a run at it and not trade Baumgartner and Smith. No, but uh, I, I think that under – I mean, I could see, you know, some – guys being throw-ins like a Austin Slater being a throw-in to a bigger deal or something like that. Um, whoa, whoa. Throw-in? I, whoa. I know you said that he has the, <laughs> the, the probably the most trade value out of anybody on the team. Or oh, what's are you? Uh, let's see. Austin Slater. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, but I, I, I don't see it being four and a half. I, I, I'd say a little less. Um, so I'll, I'll take the under on that one. Brooks. Oh man. This has been the most difficult question to answer uh, for all. Yeah, I know it's, it's, he's got to think about who has options. No, I know. I know. (laughs) No, uh, I don't know. Five. It might be uh, four and and a half. half, I should say four and a half. Yeah. I guess I'll put it. um, I don't know. I guess I'm feeling over ish. I feel like, I feel like the Giants' plan this year is to trade all these one-year guys. They're not going to give him a qualifying offer to DeSclafani or a Gossman can't get a qualifying offer again. Uh, you're not going to give one to Wood, so you might as well get something for them if you're not planning on bringing them back. Um, and, uh, you know, with the playoff format this year, is going back to normal, which we think, unless they make some change in the next couple of days. Um, having good. They could, which is make all this make add this just scrap this whole show then, which is, is dumb. But <laughs> no, yeah. they should decide that. All right, I'll make it quick. Um, I uh, I feel like more teams are going to know if they're in it or out of it, uh, and um, I think the teams that think they're in it are going to make these type of trades. So that maybe the Giants will trade like a DeSclafani and Wood package. So there's two guys right there. So it might not be five trades, but I see five guys going because uh, I think the whole goal here is the Get him out of here uh, and bring up Ramos, Beatty, Brebia. Make room. Let's go. Make trades. 
July 31st is going to be a huge time for this organization getting ready to uh, make a ultimate transition into youth movement. Rob. You know, uh, I'm going to go with the over. I think it's going to be Cueto, Desclafani, Solano, Casale, and Slater. They're all gone by the deadline. Because the Giants will, they're going to be probably 10 to 11 games back, you know, and we're going to bring up some of the youth. They're going to get hot in August and September, and they're going to hit my 81-81 mark, but not, (laughs) not until they trade five guys from the opening day roster. Hmm. Okay. Uh, four and a half. I I think it's I think it's like right under there. I can see three or four get under, but I get out. But I I will take the under. I think uh, I I think number one guy just because of the timing for everything. Um, and you know arbitration reasoning. Like I, they have to move Solano. I think I think he's he's a for sure guy that's got to get moved. And then um. I know I'm pretty sure Crawford has a, a full no trade clause. That is correct, right? But uh, I I don't know. I, I kind of see him getting moved somehow. I I know that's not a popular take, but uh, I I will take him getting moved and then. But yeah, I think the one year deals deal guys. That's you make great points because they're gonna have to make you know some roster spots for the guy coming back. Like just because he's not around yet and he will be by the summer. Like um, adding a, a John Brevia to the rotation or to the bullpen is gonna be huge um this summer because i think he's definitely going to be at at least you know like a seventh eighth inning guy for the giants so um i won't go too long but i will take the under but not by much i think that's i think that's a pretty good line chris um so i'll I'll take three or four guys probably getting moved Um, yeah i'll just yeah i'll go slightly under i'll say four um in opposite to rob i actually think we'll be in a shot with of the wild card come the trade deadline. So I'd put us say about three to five games behind. So I think for handle 50, 50 at like 2019, we'll see some guys move out and a few guys come in. Bye. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Uh, Eric, did you give a, yeah, that's no, I didn't. That's the same act I'm taking though. I think they're going to straddle the line and you're looking at like three to four guys possibly. Yeah. Obviously Buster Posey is getting traded because I really declared that during this show. <laughs> So I'm not, not sure. Damn right. The other, you know, three to four. I think uh, it's gonna be harder to. Uh, although it'll be easier to trade Crawford if they get rid of Posey. I'm just saying. But if uh, I don't think they can get rid of a guy like Crawford because they still don't have anybody to come up. I don't think Mauricio Dubon. I, you know, it's funny. I, I've actually been wondering myself. Why isn't Dubon somebody who's been talked about in trade talks? I, I understand his versatility, but if the Giants actually get some depth. At the, at the shortstop position, why wouldn't Dubone be a trade piece? But that's besides the point of this because we're sticking with the over-under. So I'm going to stay at <laughs> under, and I'll say three to four guys get traded uh, from the opening day roster. That that reminds me of the Splash Hits pod, Charlie. Remember when we briefly talked about Dubone getting uh, <laughs> traded and you meant Solano, and we were all like, I haven't even <laughs> thought about trading Dubone. Who's talking about yeah. that? That was Nobody classic. Is. No. I, I was 
obviously inspired Eric there after after what he said. So someone was taking notice. <laughs> I, I I'll, I'll really quickly say I am not uh, against trading prospects for other prospects and stuff like that. But I feel like a guy that Farhan brought in is going to be one of the you know one of the last guys. I know, that and moved. that that's why nobody's talking about trading somebody like him. If he is somebody that had was with the organization originally, you know, I think. But since he was brought in to be like a Kiki. Uh, I, I think that that's, you know, I agree. That's why they stick with him. But I'm just saying, I think he's got some value right now. We're talking about all of these other guys. Him and Slater, I, I think Slater's got the best value. I agree with you on that one. All Good right. stuff. Good stuff. Um, okay, so has everybody gone? No. Over-unders went well. No. Oh, yeah. Rob, go. Sorry. All right. Go with the pitching staff here. Over-under, Kevin Gossman's ERA. A three point eight five. Doug's favorite player. So no. you go first. No, I, I okay. I I like Kevin Gosman. I wouldn't say he's my favorite player. I would say right now on on this roster, probably my favorite player is Eric Nathanson's trade piece and Mauricio <laughs> Dubon Dubon. Um, oh, so. By the way, I'm just gonna start calling him that, Sergio. I I know you're you're watching right now, and we appreciate you checking in. I'm I'm going for it. I don't even care. Uh, it, it, I, I'm just going to start going Dubon, 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 Dubon. So everything's right and wrong at the same time. Um, I already forgot the freaking over-under. Oh, 385, is that what you said? 385. 385. Man, that's a good one because I think he is a high three ERA guy, especially in a full season. Um, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be optimistic here because – he is only on that one-year qualifying offer, so he's and he's thirty. He's still, you know, pitching for another big contract probably after this year. I mm-hmm. think he, I think he has a great year, and I'll I'll take the under slightly. I can see his ERA in the three sevens um, this season, so I'll, I'll I'll leave that there. Cool, Charlie. Um, I'm waiting for the check, Doug, but I'm going to reference the Art of Saving Metrics Part 2, Episode 22 of the <laughs> Saving Podcast. Listen, listen. <laughs> so if we look at Kevin Gaussman's stats from last season, 4.94 strikeout to walk ratio, 3.06 fit, 3.08 X fit going by memory. So if you take those into account, like in addition to 3.62 ERA, Obviously, they were career bests, most of those numbers, but I think they are to some extent repeatable to the point where his ERA will be under 3.85. Okay. Eric? Uh, I'll just go ahead and agree with the majority because, well, no, I'm just going to contrary myself (laughs) here already. I'm going over, and I'll say it's because it's weird. It sounds weird, but I'll say it's because of the defense. Uh, there'll be times yeah. where a play doesn't get made that's not necessarily accounted for as an error, and it'll go against Gaussman. And I think a few of those will add up through the year, and it'll just eke them over. So it'll be something like a four point one ERA instead of a three point eight five. I like it, Chris. I'm going over as well. Uh, not much over. negativity. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm kidding. Know, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Go ahead. Sorry. I think he's going to be around his career ERA of just over four. Uh, I'm with Eric on the defense. There's going to be plays that aren't made that should have been made. You know, a ball in the gap that falls in. You know, mental errors that, you know, don't count on the box score. And I, I think that's going to hurt him. 
So I'm going to go slightly over. Not much, though. Steven. I'll say under. I'll say under. I think he, he's kind of reinvented himself. I think when he went to Cincinnati, they kind of raved about his split finger that he's been using more and more. Um, so I think he's he's kind of figured it out. I know the Giants organization under Farhan Zaidi has now been known as a place for pitchers to kind of get reestablished. Uh, and Gosman, I think he's found success uh, in Cincinnati, and I think he's carrying it over full-time in San Francisco. So I think he's the – I wouldn't be shocked if they uh, they sign him to some kind of an extension. Obviously not big money, but I could see like a two-, three-year extension for him. Uh, he's got velocity. It goes deep in the games with it. Um, yeah, I, I think he I think he gets the under. Now on a great team, I think he's a good number two or number, you know, a good number two. But this team, he's obviously gonna gonna be the ace. I think. I second that, and, and, and he stays healthy. I mean, that's that's a big thing that he's a horse. You know, have to, he's a horse. You have to take into account. Uh, so, uh, Charlie, I think you're our. Uh, did, did I get everybody? Brooks, oh, no, sorry, Brooks. Brooks. Brooks, go ahead. I know you guys are all waiting for this one. Uh, I've been like really yeah. uh, optimistic in all these over-unders. Uh, I think the only one I took under on was Posey catching. Um, I'm going to go over, but that doesn't help the optimism on this one. Uh, he's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde pitcher. I know a lot of this data is from like Baltimore and stuff, but every other year, pretty good ERA, not so great. Pretty good, not so great. Uh, you know, go far as far back as – 2019, a 572 ERA. I mean, ERAs are so, uh, you know, unpredictable and what that means. Uh, you know, his FIP that year with a 572 was a 398. That's, you know, that's a really good FIP for for that. He just had some bad luck. Even his FIP last year, 309, Charlie mentioned. Good stuff. There's a lot of reason why you could expect him to have that first time getting under the 360, 357 ERA for the first time in his career. Could happen. Um, I'm going to go over just because uh, he – one consistent thing that Gosman does is he gives up homers uh, every year. Uh, 1.36, 1.4, 1.4. These are home runs per nine. Uh, last year was his best year in a long time allowing home runs, so I feel like he got lucky there, especially with the 296 BABIP. I know this is a really scientific answer, but, yeah, I, I think you'll have an ERA in the fours at the end of the year, which doesn't mean he didn't help the team. It's just – uh, ERAs are a fickle little monsters that, um, you know, they, they just, they don't really show what that pitcher did to help the team, but, uh, I'll give him a higher ERA based on his, uh, career history to this point. Okay. Uh, Charlie, I believe you're last, correct? Yep. So what um, we got here? Okay. So mine is a Giants player steals 14 and a half bases and I've based it at that because Kevin Pillar led the team in 2019 with 14. Ah. Chris, we'll get we'll go with you first on this one. I'm going under. As aggressive as they've been this spring, you know they they uh, they have quite a few stolen bases this spring, but I just don't see a transitioning so much to the regular season. And I don't see anybody coming close to that number aside from maybe Austin Slater. Yeah. Who seems to be their top stolen base guy like last year. And I just I'm gonna go under, barely under. Fourteen is the number. I'm gonna say thirteen is tough. 
Steven. Uh, yeah, Slater was the guy that I kind of pointed to as well in terms of when I was thinking about guys on the team that could do it. Um, it was either him or Dubon. I don't think Dubon's going to get on base enough to steal 14. Um, and I think it all depends on the era that you play in. I mean, we're not seeing stolen bases now because of the strategy where teams are so protective over outs and they're so protective that they only get 27 of them and you have to save them. That's why we're not bunting anymore. That's, you know, it's kind of the new school uh, thought process. Um, so, you know, the only guys that are stealing bases are the ones with, you know, a great track record in completing stolen bases, stolen base percentage. So I, I don't, I don't think we'll get there. Um, Oh God, it's a good question. I don't think, I don't think, cause Mike Trout doesn't even steal any bases and he's the best hitter in baseball. And arguably if you let him run loose, he's going to steal 40 bags and he's only stealing like nine, 10. Uh, but I think it all depends on the brand of baseball you're playing, but the stolen bases this spring have been interesting. So that's a good call, but I would, I would still take the under Brooks. Uh, can you come back to me in a second? Rob. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, God, I want to take the over so bad, but uh, I'm going to go with the under just because of everything you guys just said. You know, it's just a, it's a it's a new era. It's a, it, it's a new day. And uh, unless, you know, you know, they're bringing a guy like Tom Goodwin or a male burst back to pinch run and just pick off bases you know i just don't see any of these guys on the current roster hitting that mark although i i will say like i think and steven made a great point about dubon not got based up i think he has that in him you know i think that was one of the things I, I i liked about him you know when, when they when they got him from 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 the brewers and seeing his seeing his highlight tapes and you know the, the the guy the guy can can you know he can swipe bags he's just he's not on base enough and i think yastrzemski i think he's I think he's very smart on the bases so i think it, that is in him as well yeah and you've seen that a lot from him in particular this spring you know he has i think he has four or five steals this spring so it's in him but yeah with the with the with the way they want to you know, protect outs like Stephen was saying. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to see happening. So, re- reluctantly, I'm going under. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I, I mean, I again, I'm just I'm seconding every what everybody else has said. Um, I, I think Slater is is probably the top dog in stolen bags. Obviously, if he stays healthy, um, and uh, I, I just don't see him getting more than like ten or eleven. I just don't think it's it's what they want to do. I don't think they're really interested in trying to small ball stuff or, you know, let alone like doing bunting or, or stealing bags or anything. Um, but who knows? That's a good point. Uh, Slater did have uh, eight steals last year in in the limited season. So, you know, it's, it's not a, it's, it's a good line, um, but I do think they go under and, and that could factor on him staying healthy too. But I'm also looking on um, max preps here and I'm, I got Steven Risotto career stolen bases i don't know if you see it uh zero <laughs> this career so this i, speedster. I, didn't hit. I barely hit <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hey we all probably could say hey we had a half a steal in high school here and, and what was I my era though 
three two five baby very respectable that a boy i'm just giving you crap you're, you're the kid of the group we have to give you crap uh, <laughs> uh so i was stealing bases before he was born oh <laughs> there we go eric there we oh, go. that's true. true i was doing bases in high school before yeah. he was born that's true i was stealing bases in the 90s he wasn't born yet <laughs> all right i'll take the old, Steve, I'll take the roosevelt was making all these big policy moves i mean it was crazy <laughs> steven i'm sorry i just thought it would be funny maybe i swung and missed on that one okay i apologize you <laughs> uh... fouled it off you fouled it off <laughs> Hey, let's 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 start speeding things up here. I want to do the bases, Doug. The last. <clears throat> oh yeah, well you passed, so I mean I'm sorry. I said, you could you come me. back? To I'm me? kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm very um, mean. Very mean. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm sticking with my theme here of just like over baby, <laughs> over stolen bases. 14. Uh, I think we forget how long of a 162 game season is. Uh, for the factor that uh, the catching in the NL West uh, does not, uh, you know, Posey will probably throw out the most uh, runners this year. I think um, uh, I just not worried about Steven Vogt uh, trying to stop uh, Dubon uh, on the bases. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, uh, and there's going to be a lot more base runners. Uh, guys are going to be on base for the giants at all times. They're going to have these crooked number innings. They're going to want to pile on later. It's going to be a five run lead five, nothing. And the giants are going to be trying to steal bags because, you know, it's Bill Belichick Kapler out there trying to run up the score. So uh, <laughs> I think uh, over for me. Uh, I'm, you might even see two guys with more than 14. We're on to Cincinnati. The Say Hey podcast is sponsored by Manteca Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, Head out to Manteca and visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories. Located on the corner of Main and Yosemite in Manteca, visit MantecaBedquarters.com for more details. Uh, <laughs> Over. All right. Let's let's do some uh, big award stuff and then get into our uh, World Series talk. So uh, let's start with Cy Youngs. So we have obviously a National League Cy Young Award winner and American League Cy Young Award winner. Um, let's start with uh, Rob and we'll go uh, counterclockwise here on my screen. So Rob, give us your NL and AL Cy Young winners this year. Rob, you're, I think you're okay, uh, muted there, but uh, You know you're you. on an audio format, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't hear you. We'll fi- oh, hold on. I think you Yeah, it's your mic isn't connected. You got to reconnect. Hey, bro, That's what bro, happens are you when ready? You're talking to a fan. No, I'm not ready. What was it? <laughs> I th- this is getting crazy here. What what's the uh what's the question? Cy Young winners this year. AL and NL. Oh. Oh, jeez. Someone else go. I didn't even. I'm ready. Go for it. Rob, go. There you go, Rob. Okay, yeah. Again, this sucks, but I think Walker Buehler gets the NL Cy Young. Yeah, I'm sorry I stole everybody's, I think, but (laughs) um, we're just doing Cy Youngs right now, right? Yeah. Okay. American League's tough, man, because, God, those guys just hit the piss out of the ball. Uh, Man. I'm going to go with – Kind of a sleeper. I'll go with the uh, Lucas Giolito. 
Ooh, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I won't go deep into it. So yeah, next go. All right, Brooks, are you ready now, or you want to wait again? All right, Stephen, give us your Cy Young Award winners this year, please. Yeah, so my original one was Bueller. So thanks, shout out to uh, Rob for taking that. <laughs> me, and one. My, me and my fan. Yeah, but I got a backup. <laughs> I got a backup. I'll go with uh, the kid from uh, St. Louis, Jack Flaherty. I think Jack Flaherty Ooh. is a strong candidate for Cy Young. He kind of struggled last year a little bit in his nine starts, but I think he's one of the bright young pitchers in the game. Uh, and I think the Cardinals are probably uh, going to play in a lot of big games in the NL Central in a very weak NL Central. So I say Jack Flaherty is going to have a good year uh, against a lot of those teams. Uh, now for the American League, I'm going to go uh, stay local here in the Bay Area with Jesus Lazardo. I think he's going to break out. I think he's going to have an incredible year. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Lazardo. In order to make this happen here, the A's can't baby him. They've babied AJ Puck. They've babied Jesus Lazardo. You could argue it's the right move bringing them in as slow as they have, but you got to let this kid loose. I think Jesus Lazardo is going to be a, a a star in this league for years to come. And I think it's not the last time we're going to consider him in this conversation. Chris. Robbie took both of my AL and NL picks. I oh, had Bueller. Bad. I, I had Bueller and Giolito as well. Um, so I'll change it up a bit. I'm going to go with my NL pick Corbin Burns from the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, Jose Garrett. <laughs> Jose Barrios from the Minnesota Twins. Nice. I love Barrios. Burns is horrible. I'm going to stay chalk here. I'm going to give my top two for each. My American League, I think it's Garrett Cole or Lucas Giolito. Those are the two names I have written down. And for the National League, I just still love Jacob deGrom. I will always love Jacob deGrom. He's fun to watch. He seems to have command of the strike zone that other pitchers don't have. So I think it's either deGrom or Walker Bueller. Those are the two names I wrote down. And uh, so that that's who I think. So I'm hedging my bets, and I'm not picking one for either of it. So I'm going either or for my, my Cy Young picks. Yeah, both my picks have been taken already because I had Walker Bueller and Lucas Gilito as well. So quickly off the top of my head, I've gone for Max Scherzer in the NL. He's in a contract year. He still has the stuff to bounce back. He's still striking out guys for fun. And then the AL, again, referencing episode 22 of the Say Hey podcast, the Art of Sabermetrics part two, Shane Bieber. (laughs) Oh, repeat, repeat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also am going with Bieber for the sole fact that his competition in the Central still is not great. He's going to be allowed to go as long as he wants, pitch as long as he wants. Uh, so, and easy call. I'm pretty sure he won it last year. Is that right? Um, so, yeah, I'll go with Bieber. And uh, I agree with, I think, uh, Chris, I think, on DeGrom. Was, did you pick that guy? Eric picked that guy. DeGrom, uh, he, yeah, he just – for the numbers alone, he's just been just really amazing the last couple of years. So, uh, uh, you know, Lindor making plays out there for him. I like it. Um, you know who I don't like, though? Corbin Burns. I hate that guy. <laughs> I don't hate him personally, but he – I think I had my uh, him on my fantasy team a couple of years ago, and he gave up, like, 
20 bombs in like 80 innings or something. It was so you're bitter. Ridiculous. I just think he's not great and he's got like 60 future value and I just don't understand it. And I think he, he did okay last year. He had a really solid year last year in 60 games, but Corbin Burns to me could be that bomb guy again, giving up bombs left and right. So, so anyways, I, I'm sure we're going to lose some giants chatter members here because uh, I'm going to go. I, I picked him to win the siding last year. He had a bad Brandon start Belt? and, he had <laughs> he did pitch at Texas. He did pitch at Texas. No, um, started off slow last year, but finished okay. I I agree. I think Walker Bueller's the guy this year uh, in the NL, and I'll keep it short. Uh, I'm also kind of along the lines with Steven uh, in the AL Cy Young here, staying in the Bay. But shocker, I'm going Chris Bassett to win the AL Cy Young Award this year. So, um. Let's move on to MVP, most valuable player. Uh, let's see. Chris, we'll start with you. NL and AL MVP winners this year. My NL MVP is from my predicted NL West champion, San Diego Padres, and I'm going with Manny Machado. Ooh. I think okay. Machado is going to just go crazy this year. And so I'm going with him as my NL MVP. My AL MVP is going to win 10 games and hit 20-plus bombs this year and show Hey Otani. So I'm going Machado in the NL, Otani in the AL. Otani. Hey, I bet like that because it. it's like plus it. $9 million probably in Vegas. <laughs> I should look into that. Right? Man, okay. I have him on He's my look good this too. spring, right? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, Sorry, I have Eric. him on my list too. So I, I should probably look into that. I have Trout or Otani winning the AL MVP. I, uh, that's a little preview into who I think is coming out of the West, probably. And in the National League, I still think Mookie Betts is a star among stars. And I think the Dodgers are the best team in baseball, and he's the best player on the best team in baseball. So I think it'll be Mookie Betts. Yeah, since I'll just go because Eric just went. Uh, I also agree with Mookie Betts. Uh, I I think the voters just love him. Um, it, it's something about a character guy too. Just helps win you that award too. I mean, it does. Um, they just he's a guy that uh, you know all of us uh, baseball fans rooted for before he came became a Dodger because <laughs> he's just such a, a good player, a good guy. So uh, I could definitely see. Mookie taking that one uh, easily as long as uh, nothing crazy happens to him. And then um, uh, my pick is not Judd. Uh, Jesus, not Trout, but I'm going with Aaron Judge. That's uh, that came out right. Uh, Aaron Judge for uh, MVP. I think it's his time finally. Uh, and Trout uh, will be what top two, top three. Yeah. So Aaron Judge and uh, Mr. Betts for me. All right, uh, Charlie. Um, in the NL for MVP, I'm going with the Ronald Acuna Jr., true five-tool player, really exciting to watch. So he ticks all the boxes. It's just a question of whether he can put it all together. As an alternate, I'd also keep an eye out for Juan Soto as well because he's absolutely incredible to watch in the outfield. And again, five-tool player, mm. possibly, probably even the best hitter in the NL, possibly. In the AL, I was going to go Mike Trout, but I didn't want to be boring, so I changed it to Luis Robert, the five-tool outfielder for the Chicago White Sox. Might be a bit early for him, but uh, if he puts it all together, why not? Hmm. I like it. Rob? Yeah, you know, both my guys taken. But, um, yeah, I was going with Aaron Judge, you know, in the AL, and I was going with uh, 
Well, wait. Well, Charlie didn't take him, but he mentioned him. But yeah, Juan Soto in the NL. He's probably my favorite player in the game right now. But uh, you know, I think yeah, if, Luis Robert. You know, that whole White Sox lineup. God, dude, I, lo- I love that team. I can't. I can't get over them. But the whole, the whole team hitting thirty bombs. But but yeah, Aaron Judge, Juan Soto, bang bang. Uh, I will stick with the same teams as uh, Charlie used in the NL, but I use different players. I got Freddie Freeman winning it again, a contract year, uh, going to be getting a big contract after the season. Dude, best first baseman in baseball. Um, and then in the AL uh, with the White Sox, I got Tim Anderson. I love Tim Anderson, man. I think he's a great all around guy. Uh, you know, always he's just a hit machine. Uh, may not hit for a ton of power but he hits for enough i think that'll qualify him for for mvp i know everybody likes to look at bombs and stuff and that's great but um if he stays healthy i think tim anderson's one of the most underrated all-around players in baseball so uh, that's my al mvp choice so um let's move on to uh, our I, next I you're gonna skip me kid, yeah the kid didn't give us his choices oh yeah. i'm sorry you know what Just you gotta be 18 i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry steven Seven go, people stuff. sorry yeah, uh, raising my hand, and yeah, it's, it feels like class, which uh, you guys are all <laughs> far away from. You guys don't remember that. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with guys that have been taken. Uh, real quick, when Statcast came out, there's a filter that they had on velocity. I don't know if you guys remember it, and it was the Chapman filter because he was the hardest throwing guy at the time. I think it with the MVP you know, conversation in the American league, you have to have a trout filter when you're talking about this stuff. So I'll put the trout filter on here and I'll, I'll stick with judge. I agree with judge. Um, I think when he's on the field, he's probably one of the best players in baseball. Um, and I, I think he's going to be on the field this year. So, uh, why not bet against him? And then for the national league, uh, you guys echoed Juan Soto, which love Juan Soto. And this is not an exaggeration when I say he's one of the you know best hitters I've ever seen in my life, even at 21, 22 years old. Um, he's gonna you know be the National League batting champion. I think he's gonna win the MVP. Whether or not the Nationals are uh, good or not, I think they're gonna be good with the starting rotation they have. Um, so I think Soto is definitely the guy for me. Um, unbelievable knowledge of the strike zone. Doesn't strike out. Walks a ton could hit 40 bombs. I mean, Juan Soto is the guy for me in the uh, National League. So, yeah, don't skip Solid. me because I got something to say about uh, – <laughs> I got good things to say. So, I'm sorry. It was not yeah. on purpose. I, my bad, yeah. my bad. What's the ERA um, again? Just asking. What, what was it on Max Preps? Three, two, five. Three, two, five. Steve, hey, Steven, Steven's going to haunt me on that. Before just, just my senior season got shut down – <laughs> on my on varsity baseball before my senior season got shut down, hitters were zero for eighteen. That a boy. God, that a boy. I want to see. Hey, you, you need to post some highlights, man. We want to see some. You got some video highlights? Oh, I might. I might come back in like an adult league or something. <laughs> oh, or a kids maybe little league. They'll set me because I'm that young, right? <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, hey, when division- are you signing Kate up for T-ball? I'll join. <laughs> you can coach him. Uh, division winners, Steven, since I skipped you, I apologize. Division winners, Steven, give us yours. Yeah. Uh, I'll be brief with this. I'll go with, uh, yeah, let's make this quick. Dodgers in the West Cardinals in the central 
Braves in the East. By the way, Braves got screwed on the Pocota rankings. They had him third, which is outrageous. Silly. American League, I would go with the Astros, still the team to be in the West. Central, I'd go with the White Sox. And then East, I'd go with the uh, the Yankees. And my two American League teams in the AL uh, for the wild card are going to be the Minnesota Twins and the Toronto Blue Jays. And then in the National League, I have the Mets and the Padres. So pretty pretty uh, straightforward. Brooks. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, Dodgers in the West. Um Central, uh, I feel like uh, go with the Brewers. Um, why not? I don't really have any reason. Led by for it. Cor- Corbin Burns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite pitcher. Uh, in the East, I'm going with the Nationals. I, I, I just want to make these picks interesting. It's always what we think, and then it turns into nobody <laughs> different. Um, uh, and then in the uh, yeah, I'll still go with the uh, Houston Astros. They're last hurrah with all these old guys. Um, and uh, Central going with Minnesota Twins. And uh, in the East, uh, I'm going with the Blue Jays, baby. Get those Christ. young guys. Yeah, I, lo- I-, I love me some Blue Jays. Uh, there's another guy in this uh, admin staff that also f- is fond of the Blue Jays. Uh, but those are my three guys. Um, and then am I also going any further than that, Doug, or just the division winners? Wild cards. Do your wild cards. Oh. Well, yeah, wild card will go with uh, it's supposed to be the uh, Padres and uh, – uh, 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 what the hell? Cardinals, Cardinals, Padres, and then uh, in the East we'll go uh, Yankees, and uh, A's always seem to find their way into the wild card. So go with those guys. <laughs> Rob, all right. The Giants win the West. The Cardinals win the Central. Okay, the Giants will win the West. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the Dodgers win the West. The Cardinals win the Central. The Nationals take the East. The A's will win the AL West. The uh, the White Sox will win the AL Central. The Yankees will take the AL East. And my two wildcard teams in the American League will be the Astros and Chris's Blue Jays. You know, Vlad Jr. lost like 30 pounds. I heard, heard, like, I heard he's looking real good. So 42 I, pounds. Oh, wow. sorry. Sorry. Sorry, 32 pounds. I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> and yeah, and then for NL wild card, got to go with the uh, the Braves. I mean, they're really loaded. They'll they'll get in. And then the pesky pods who aren't so pesky anymore. You know, they're bullies. It sucks. All right. I have uh, Oakland in the AL West. I have the White Sox in the Central and the Yankees in the East. Uh, Dodgers in the West, St. Louis in the Central, and I'm surprised I'm not the only one. I'm I'm glad I'm not alone on this. I have the Nationals winning the East as well. I think they're going to be really good this year. They're they're good again. Uh, wild card I got Jays and Twins, and the uh, National League wild card I got Padres and Braves. So those are my picks, Charlie. Uh, mine are very similar to Stevens. In all honesty, I've got the. Braves in the NL East, the Cardinals in the NL Central, the Dodgers in the NL West, with the wild cards being the Padres and Mets. In the AL, I've got the Yankees in the East, the White Sox in the Central, the Astros in the AL West. Slight difference in the wild cards between me and Steven. I also have the Twins, but I've also got the A's making it as well. Ah. Okay. Eric. Eric. 
right. Well, I have the exact same National League as Charlie and Steven. I have Dodgers card Braves with the Padres and Mets facing off in the wild card game. Uh, in the American League, I have the Yankees to win the East, the White Sox to win the Central, and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Arizona, Phoenix, wherever the hell they're from. <laughs> Whoa! To win the AL West. Disneyland. Yeah, the, the Disneyland, Mickey Mouse, Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles Pirates. And then... Um, <laughs> And then in the wild card game, I have the Astros will make the wild card and I think they'll play the Rays. You said the Rays? Is that who you said? Yeah, the Rays. Okay, okay. The Ravens, Baltimore. Come on, (laughs) I cut out. And Ray Lewis is coming out of retirement. That's the Rays right there. I think I'm the only guy that didn't pick the Braves. I I feel like the the East is going to be way too many teams beating up on each other. Four guys uh, picked the Nats. What are you talking about? talking about oh i heard braves for everyone i didn't i don't even have braves on my uh on my playoff team, so. yeah. didn't Chris. pick the nets he's like all in on no no I he's talking a, about wild cards too i think i have the padres in the west the brewers in the nl central the braves in the nl east in the al west i'm with eric i'm going with the angels i think we finally stop hearing about trout in the playoffs even though everybody forgets he was in the playoffs in 2014. Um, with the AL Central, I'm with Brooks. I'm going with the Twins. And the AL East, I'm a little biased here, but I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. They're going to mash everybody this year. Hell and yeah. Honest, honestly, with the Yankees, besides Garrett Cole, what do they have in their pitching staff? Yeah, they literally they have, they, they have Garrett Cole, and that's it, really. They're, they're injury risk, so... My wildcard teams in the AL, I am going with the White Sox and the A's. The National League, I am going with the Dodgers and Cardinals. Okay. Um, Let's move on to the last part here. We'll do World Series. And we can just give your matchup and winner, so we'll make it quick. Um, let's have Let's have Eric go first. And you said make it quick. I was going to do the whole thing about my LCS. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I have, do the Angels win it all? Uh, no, they don't. They lose in the ALCS to the Chicago White Sox. Okay. It's a rematch of the 2005. Uh, finally, the, uh, the Angels try to get their revenge against A.J. Pruszynski, and the Sox beat them down. And then they face the Dodgers in the World Series in a rematch of the 1959 World Series. And the Los Angeles Dodgers once again come away because, frankly, they're the best team in baseball. They're uh, like It's like I honestly still believe it's the Dodgers here and everybody else is yeah. at least a step below them. And I, I hate that they're the arch enemy of the team that I love, but I have to respect the baseball and so I take the Dodgers over the White Sox in six. Charlie. Uh, for me, I've got it as White Sox Dodgers as well, but I'm just hoping the White Sox can do it in seven. I think there'll be a few games where they can slug it out and maybe get a bit lucky here and there. And so fingers crossed for them, basically. All right. Um, well, this is boring because I have the Dodgers and the White Sox in the World Series. 
and I also have uh oh God, I have the Dodgers winning it all again. I mean, it, it's it's not every year the best team wins at all, but I, I'm totally with Eric. I think it's just them and then everybody else is three steps behind. Um, so I have the Dodgers beating the White Sox in the World Series in probably five or six games. Rob. I'm going to go with the White Sox <laughs> losing to the Cardinals. Oh. Did you change that just because we all picked the Dodgers? No. <laughs> no. I, I, I can see all your eyes. And no, I didn't change nothing. The Cardinals, they always – come on. It's been like what? Like it's been a while, right? But, I mean, they, they, they creep in. Like, yeah, it's, they creep in like every like – nine to nine to ten years and and here's the thing the dodgers got lucky last year they had to deal with the cardinals the cardinals always beat them it's the weirdest freaking thing you can't explain it the cardinals probably cheat honestly but but yeah like if the dodgers face them by divine intervention you know the cardinals will find a way to beat them and not seven but six because that they always beat the dodgers in six never goes to elimination but it's, yeah, it's the Cardinals' year. Uh, I, I love the Arenado move. I think, I didn't say it, but, you know, Goldschmidt's kind of a dark horse for MVP, I think. You know, I think that that lineup is nice, and Arenado's going to help a, a lot, of course. But, but yeah, I think that's that's going to be a really entertaining World Series. Brooks, Royals, and Marlins? Uh, no, those guys didn't make my cut, but I, uh, I'll keep it quick. Uh, I want to see, uh, twins beating the, uh, nationals in the world series. That's hell that's, yeah. That's my world series pick. Something that no one's that's thinking a fun about. Matchup. Like yeah, that. Why, I like why not? That. Pitching versus, uh, pitching. Well, I mean, the twins have, uh, Kenta Maeda, uh, you know, he's still cool. Um, sorry. Steven. Yeah, I'll bring us back to earth here and I'll go with Dodgers <laughs> over the White Sox. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Don Mattingly is going to outmanage Ozzy Guillen. Oh, wrong year. I think, uh, no, I think I'll, I'll even give you a, a league MVP here. Um, and it's going to be, actually, I haven't thought about this. I just said it for some reason. <laughs> but I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Walker Bueller as a league MVP. <laughs> <laughs> you like the yes, World yes, Series MVP. MVP. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, that's the wait. Willie Mays World Series MVP, young man. You get that right. Yeah, that's, that's the right. Willie Mays World Series MVP. Come on, crucify Jeez. me, <laughs> uh, Chris. I, 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 uh, I just want to say I'm remembers the, that. I don't remember that. I'm the only guy without the White Sox making my playoffs. So it's funny how you guys all have them in the World Series. Uh, isn't it fun watching Doug just cringe at the time in the corner where it says two hours and five minutes? All right, now we're even. Now we're even for the stolen bags comment, okay? I don't feel bad now. Chris, I'm, go. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going with a rematch of a 1992 World Series and the Blue Jays and Braves. The Braves this year get the revenge. And the Braves are the World Series champions. I was going to go with the White Sox, but I'm going against the green with everything else, so. Why stop there? I'm going to go Braves over Blue Jays World Series. All right. What about Joe Carter? You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. Former Giant. 
That was against the Phillies. Sure, but but didn't say that, that was the Phillies. I know, but the, 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 the big hit against the Braves was Dave Winfield down the left field line uh, in game six. Remember that, Steven? You remember that one? <laughs> yeah. I was I was just a thought back then. No, you weren't. I'm <laughs> sure your parents probably didn't even know each other at that point. They did too. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. Hey, well, since Steven says I'm cringing at the time here, uh, no, I'm just joking. That was well played though, because I look every three freaking seconds. Well played. Um, hey, this was super fun. I'm I'm glad we got this in uh, because. Whether we agree on a lot of stuff, disagree on a lot of stuff, baseball is five days away. Um, so, yeah, make sure you're, you're checking out. We're, we will have a game thread for every single regular season game. So make sure you're on there. I want hundreds of comments. Let's go. Let's talk. Let's debate. Let's praise together. Let's let's do it all. So um, make sure you're checking out all our podcasts as well. That's the Say Hey Podcast, Splash Hits, Torture Cast, Rizzo Cast, Cade Cast. No, I'm joking, bro. Uh, uh, I, I got to book that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, make sure you're following us. Uh, if you got more Giants family friends uh, that want to become members on Giants Chatter or you think they would be great in Giants Chatter, send them an invite. We want all the talk we can get on there. So um, I'll take us home. So for uh, Say Hey Doug, Charlie, Eric, Chris, Steven, Brooks, Brooks and Newton, and Rob, Thank you guys all for joining us. Have a great rest of your weekend and go Giants. Go Giants. Go Giants. Beat LA. Go Giants. Beat Seattle. When the Giants come to town, it's bye-bye, baby. Every time the chips are down, it's bye-bye, baby. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.